Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. My next guest is Gabasile Chabalala. She is an actress, singer and philanthropist. She's known to many for her role as Honse in the ETV drama series, A Scandal, and her upbeat and fun presenting on TMI on Moja Love. She's also known for her starring role as Pinky Mojeki in the SABC2 drama series, Hola Mpinji. Um, she also starred in two SABC1 drama series, Intersections and Fallen, um, and that was back in 2018. 11 and she's just recently launched a new online show called Around Africa with Gabasile and that program seeks to bring people together you know on the continent help teach them about each other and uh, of course the beautiful countries that we each uh, are from Gabasile a very good evening to you thanks so much for joining me thank you for having me yeah, so Gabasile, we've talk, uh, we've spoken about your uh, career and how amazing it is and your new talk show. But I'd like to know about how you started out. And I, I really want to understand your money journey because this is the important stuff that we like to unpack in this part of the show. So take me through it. Where did you grow up and how did you get into um, acting and singing and uh, philanthropy a little bit later on? So um, I started back in 2009, just after high school. Mm-hmm. Three months after high school, I saw a poster of an audition for a drama series called Olam Binji for mm-hmm. SMEC2. So I done class and I decided to go to the audition. And then a couple of months later, I got the job. <laughs> Naughty, yeah. <laughs> naughty, naughty girl. You bunked class. I hope your teachers are listening. Yeah, I knew my money was there. So I was like, mm, <laughs> let me go. <laughs> so you were, so, you were yeah. chasing the money. I was chasing the money. <laughs> but I was still young and very irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I wasn't really... I've always been someone that saved. But um, I think because I had such a big salary at such a young age, all I wanted to do was just shop. And... Yeah. Yeah. Is this so the weakness? That's my weakness. I think I'm an emotional buyer. Yeah. Tell me more about it. What What, what do you buy? What do you? Is it everything, or is this something specific that you like? Clothes. Clothes. Like clothes. if I am very down, I just want to buy clothes, whether it's for me or my kids. But I just need to buy clothes and good food as well. So yeah, when <laughs> retail I'm therapy. Down, just, yes, definitely that. And I hate it. I'm working on it though. Okay, so tell me, I mean, if this is a weakness, are you managing it or or has it gotten you into trouble? Uh, It has gotten me into a lot of trouble because I end up going into my savings and I spend at that moment. And then, yeah, Mm. after that, I'm just like, yeah, I know it's it's gotten me. It's like I need a ruler here and I just want to wrap those knuckles like second one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so exactly it's that. but but you're forgiven because this is a common issue. So tell me how how do you manage that? I mean, you know that. I mean, the fact that you know that it's wrong to dip into your savings and spend on something that's not actually an investment. You're just spending it. Um, I mean, that's a start. I mean, you've realized where the issue is. So how do you yeah. how do you how do you move forward? I mean, you say you're working on it. Tell me about that. <laughs> I almost said I'm, I'm I'm praying about it. I'm praying it away. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> yeah, but prayer with no action is useless. So, um, 
Yeah. Um, I think now what I do is I have I have now a trust account, mm-hmm. which I've also taken out the money out of. So now I'm thinking that I need to just put everything in my trust account and lock it in there and, and get rid of it. And the throw account. away the key. Yeah, and throw away the key. <laughs> okay, so tell me who, I mean, I mean, you are very young um, yeah. and you started really young and coming into a lot of money at a young age can be a little bit overwhelming. 100%. Um, who, was there anybody there to mentor you, to help you along, or did you have to just learn all of these lessons? Oh, no, I had to learn it on my own because mm-hmm. my mother is, if not like me, then she's worse than me. Oh, oh. Yeah, my this mother just mm-hmm. spent, yes. And again, my so husband mother-daughter well. shopping trips. Yes, yes. And that's, that's what happened with my first salary because I didn't have a bank account then. Um, the money used to go into her account and then would always split the money like month in. She would buy and I would buy it. And it was just such a big mess. So I didn't really have anybody guiding me. So I had to, I got a, I got a, um, a financial advisor once I opened up my account. Okay. And there was this, yeah, there was this guy that really helped me, but he got fired. I don't know what happened to him. But he, he taught me how to save and you hired him. My money better. So it, you must it, have no, fired him. No, no, it wasn't me. It was oh. the bank that, that fired him. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he taught me a lot. I think I learned a lot from him. Okay. Well, tell me, what are you doing now? What are the major challenges? So you struggle with the spending. You want to be able to spend on your clothing and you trying to stop yourself. What are the other challenges that you face when it comes to money? Um, my husband and I don't speak the same language when coming to money. Why? What are I these thought- languages? Oh, he just spent, like, I thought I just spent, but he's worse than me. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Like, when he gets money, he just wants to spend it now and let's finish it. You know, he he's worse because he doesn't even think of saving. So that causes a whole lot of problems in the marriage. Okay, so tell me, how are you fixing all of this? I mean, this is, it's mom and it's hubby and it's yourself. Yeah. How are you finding direction? I mean, where, where's, I mean, the discipline's got to come from somewhere. You have, 100%. you have said the right things that, you know, you need to stop it. And you have said that you're doing savings. So yeah. uh, tell me what's the plan going forward? I think because... I've met him. It it has also taught me a lot about myself, which mm-hmm. had to just make me change because we can't both be messy about money. So I think going forward, what I'm doing now is I, because we've got a business, we've got a security business, and I handle some of the finances. So I sometimes not steal, but I take the money without him knowing and I put it away. <laughs> Okay, good plan. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> so that's know, what I do. You know, we often have people coming onto the show saying that, you know, husband and wife need to be talking the same language when it comes to money and no Hello. hiding anything yeah. from the next person. No, so. sometimes we must hide. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> because when rainy days come, he always comes to me and I've always have, I always have money stashed somewhere. So, so that he knows. So what happens when you hide and then suddenly you feel like, you know, I'm having a down day. I just need to grab this and go and buy some clothes. So and what I do when I feel that kind of way now, like I, it's not an, like I said, because I've met him, mm. it made me become a bit more responsible. I think then I didn't have kids and I didn't have anyone in my life so I could do as I wanted. 
so now with kids and having people that you need to look after, it's, it's made me just control myself for a bit. Maybe if, let's say I'm feeling down three times in a month, I'd probably do it like maybe once. Okay, that's that, yeah. that's a really good start. Kids, kids make you grow up so quickly because you know so yes. much of responsibility. You need to feed them, and you need to clothe them, and you need to yes. send them to school eventually. I mean, there's just so much that comes with them. I mean, yeah, you know, um, I think you know once your kids are bigger, the first thing you say that oh, I don't no no longer need to buy uh, what is it, baby milk and nappies. Yeah. Yeah, like now I'm saving on milk because I'm still breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And this is an intentional decision. So I'm just like, I'm going to breastfeed until I don't know when. So, um, yeah, so I'm, 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 I do give him some formula, but I buy the small tin because mm -hmm. most of the time I'm breastfeeding. Okay, good. And uh, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) The little boy. Yes. Oh, lovely. Okay. I mean, this is important. I mean, children teach us to grow up very quickly and sometimes right. it takes us a while to adjust. What else, you know, have you learned? So you, 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 you've under, you now understand that, you know, you've got to be serious about your money. So yeah. in terms of how you provide, even, you know, going forward, long, you know, a, a long way down the line. I mean, you still need to sort out education and yeah. university and all the rest. I mean, are you starting to think about that? Is hubby coming around? Yeah, he is. Um, I think he's still learning. He's not where I would love him to be, mm-hmm. but he is coming around slowly but surely. I think another thing that has taught us as well is that I think it was back in 2016 or 2017, business went down so badly like mm. we lost everything we lost all the company cars we lost everything basically this is from and the security business yes and we had to start again from scratch we lost everything that was in the office as well it got repossessed like we just lost everything mm. so i think that also taught us to to save and just be more responsible and always have money put away somewhere i mean how did you manage to through this year, I mean, through COVID and uh, this lockdown. Oh, you know what? God has been so great t- to us because, I mean, we were one of the essential workers. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really go on lockdown. We were still working. Okay. Because, yeah, so we were fine. So at least that's, uh, you know, that that's okay. I mean, it kept you going through, but you know what it's like to lose everything and have to pick up and go. Oh, definitely. And go forward. Tell me about your philanthropy. Um, what do you want to know about it? <laughs> Tell me what you do. I mean, do you do charity work? Um, I mean, you do speak to young people, other young people? Um, yes. So, um, I started a movement called So What? I'm Pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I started this because at one of my jobs, I got fired because I was pregnant. Mm. And when I felt pregnant for the second time, I was like, why not start a movement? And let other ladies speak out because there's so many women out there that want to fall pregnant, but they're afraid of losing their jobs. And I thought, why not just start this movement? And not only for the people that are working, but now I want to start speaking to young girls that fall pregnant at a young age. Um, some of them are raped. Some of them want to have mm-hmm. abortions. Some of them are, they just want to have babies because of um, medical conditions and all of that stuff. So I want to now tap into the 
to the young girls that have fallen pregnant and talk to them and talk about what discriminations they go through, um, what discriminations they get from other women and them falling pregnant at a young age. Uh, because I think most of them do get judged um, without us knowing why they actually felt pregnant, you know. Mm. So, yeah, I want to tap into that. And I'd love to go to schools and speak to the young ladies. Um, and I know some people uh, would probably think that, no, I'm condoning teenage pregnancy. But I also feel that they also don't have a place where they can go cry to or actually share things. Like, for example, I'm a, I'm born of a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom had me when she was 16. And my younger sister, Azor, f- fell pregnant when she was 16. And I'm sure they went through a whole lot of discrimination. So I want... Yeah, so I want to have that space where these young girls can talk about what they go through and how we can fix it and how we can protect them as well. Because some of them end up having their babies. Some of them end up killing the babies, Mm -hmm. um, you know, after they're born, not even having an abortion. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, having a baby is... Is, is big. I mean, you know, and especially if you're a young person, if you're, you know, straight out of school or you're a teenager yeah. still in school, your body has to go through so much. You're bringing another yes. life into yes. this world. Some people are yeah. in their 30s and their 40s and they're still not ready to do that. So, yeah. you know, we also need to understand that young people, yes, they make mistakes, but it's also mm. not the end of the world. You can pick yourself up. Yes. You can yes. do something with yourself and you yes. can build a career still you can yes. go forward yes. Um, yes. I mean you know these messages are really really important I mean I'm yeah. sure that's giving you some sort of comfort you are feeling fulfilled in, in sharing those messages especially since it's so close to home yes definitely definitely what is the plan going forward so you have quite a few things happening you have a security company you do acting you do charity work speaking engagements there's a lot going on i mean that's yeah. also managing all of that in itself can be quite daunting i mean and and managing money finance the financial side of everything can yeah. also i mean who's who's assisting you right now do you have a financial manager what is the plan going into the future um, I've got a friend who is also a, f- a financial advisor. I did involve him in the security business. And right now, because I'm not doing anything on television, I'm doing my own stuff. I'm planning on, well, I am producing my own shows now. And there's a new show that I'm actually going to produce mm-hmm. uh, called The Relics. And that I need to fund it myself. So I'm going to be taking money from the business and funding into another business. <laughs> okay. Is yeah. there a backup plan for the business? Because, you know, that can be quite tricky. Yes, definitely. Um, there is a backup plan. So what I do is I, whatever new sites that we get, mm. Any extra cash that we make from that, that will be funding my business. So it won't be money that we're taking out from our savings or anything. But that's really important that you, you know, you actually pay yourself a salary from the business. And then I you think use- yeah, 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 yeah. But for now, for now, um, 
you know, and I think I'm only understanding this whole business thing now. Mm-hmm. My husband is the one that introduced me to business. I wasn't really a business person. I was just like, I, I want to work and get paid. But, <laughs> um, my husband is like, no, you need to start working for yourself and paying yourself. It's better that way. And also to build a legacy for the kids as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm also learning this whole business life thing. Um, yeah. How important do you think that is? I mean, is this something that you want to look at? Because, I mean, you're running a business, you want to produce, and you're essentially a business yourself. You know, I always, yeah. you know, I'm a freelancer. I look at myself as the business. 100%. And I need yes. to, you know, respond to that financially as well. Um, yeah. You can't just be spending everything from the business. I need to pay myself a salary and work from there yeah. and let the business grow. Um, yeah. That's important for you to manage. I mean, do you feel like you need to go out and still educate? yourself and it's something that that's really important I mean even for the young people that you speak to because ever so often you know on the show I think almost weekly everybody that I get onto the show says that there is a need for more financial literacy in schools people need to understand this so you have financial literacy and then you you know you move into entrepreneurship and business but you need another set of skills for that so we often have great ideas but we don't know how to run the business so are you going to go and look for something just to educate yourself a little bit more as you say you're learning from your husband but something a little bit more substantial so that you make the right financial decisions going forward. Yes, and that's why I think I I introduced my friend into this business because mm-hmm. he teaches me a lot. He really does teach me a lot. He's he's more on the financial advising side, so I do learn a couple of stuff from him. But yes, if I do get a chance, I would like to learn other stuff that I don't know about business and handling money better because I know that's one of my weakest points. Well, I think you've made a start by saying that you actually want to learn. So it's not actually a weak point. Good luck. Good luck. And I wish you all the best. And especially with the Baba. Uh, Take care of yourself. Thank you so much for joining me on the show this evening. That was Gabisile Shabalala. She's an actress, singer and philanthropist. And she was talking to us about her money journey. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu. Every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.